0: iDrive SoCal is brought to you by the very best auto retailers from across Southern California. When it's time for you to buy or even just kick the tires on the idea of buying, just go to iDriveSoCal.com and click on Dealers. iDriveSoCal.com, click on Dealers, and get connected. Now, on with the podcast.
1: Here in, in, in Southern California, we know that within minutes, the interior temperatures of cars parked in direct sunlight can reach up to 133 degrees Fahrenheit when the outside temperature is 90 degrees. That's crazy. That's an incredible hot box. It's a tragedy waiting to happen. Summer's high temperatures can take a toll on everything in your, in your vehicle. Extreme heat can push your car past its limits.
0: Welcome to iDrive SoCal, the podcast all about mobility from the automotive capital of the United States, Southern California. Tom Smith here. And today I am joined by Doug Shoup, who's the senior public affairs specialist for the Auto Club of Southern California. Uh, most of us know that as AAA.
1: Doug, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Tom, for having me.
0: So the topic that we're going to be talking about today with Doug is uh, as we hit the summer temperatures here in Southern California, the extreme heat, uh, we're talking about those temperatures and how that impacts our drive, uh, as well as those that we drive around. So the two umbrella items that we're going to cover here are... uh, Of course, our listeners would never leave their kids or pets in their hot vehicle, but we are going to touch on that. Uh, And then we're also going to talk maintenance uh, about what to do uh, to assure that you have no issues while uh, tooling around the highways and byways of Southern California yourself. So uh, the first thing, and and this was just in the news, what a day or two ago, Doug, uh, someone in the Inland Empire left their couple of young kids in, in a hot car. And Inland Empire temperatures are what? Three
1: digits to begin with? Triple-digit heat, Tom. Yeah, and you know, you, it's, you You think that you wouldn't have to talk about this, but unfortunately, we hear about these types of incidents occurring every single summer. And that's why the Auto Club is just committed to, to reminding people about what could happen if you leave people or pets in hot cars during these summer months, and really here in Southern California, all year long. Now, I schmooze our listeners, my
0: listeners, you, the listener, listening on the treadmill, on your bicycle, uh, in the plane, in your car, wherever you're listening right now, and and say, we would never do that collectively, you and I, uh, podcast listener. Thank you for listening. However, the reality is I'm sitting here with Doug, and I was just explaining that there's this one takeout restaurant that my wife and I love, Ramen. Uh, as you know, I have a nine month old at home that is, uh, it, it keeps us from, he keeps us from going out very often. So when it's time to grab a bite, uh, I go and 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 grab something. And oftentimes Mr. Jake, our dog comes with me and I'm very careful about leaving him in the car. Uh, and I do leave the air conditioning on, but Doug was just telling me even, even when being careful, that is a no, no for a number of different reasons. Doug, take it away.
1: Yeah, Tom, a lot of people think that they can crack the windows or they can leave the AC running while Which they, I've done. they do that, that errand. But unfortunately, there have been cases where the AC in the vehicle has stopped working while the driver, while the person was away, and they came back to find a tragedy. And, you know, a lot of these cases where we, see, uh, we hear about children being left uh, inside of a vehicle uh, don't necessarily happen intentionally. In fact, the research shows that about 52% of uh, child deaths as a result of being left in a hot car happen when a caregiver or a parent forgot about them. This happens when somebody changes routine. Dad uh, is going to take the child to the daycare and completely blanks out. They're thinking about what's ahead uh, uh, coming up at work that day, and they completely forget about the child in the back of the car. About twenty-nine percent of child deaths in hot cars happen because the child's playing inside of an unattended vehicle, and then about eighteen percent of child of children who die in hot cars uh, that happens because uh, the uh, they were intentionally left by an adult, and then about one percent are circumstances unknown. You know, but the vast majority. are are these that are happening because of that switch in routine. And when we really encourage people to create reminders for yourself, Uh, if you are going to have somebody else take uh, your, your child to the daycare, to school, uh, you know, especially these young children that are in the child safety seats, you create reminders for yourself, simple things, put a small toy in the dashboard in front of you, tie a ribbon to your steering wheel, put something that you use that you're going to need at your next stop in the back, a a mobile device, your cell phone, your, your laptop. And, and this may sound extreme, but you know, take the shoe off of the foot that you're not using to drive and put (laughs) that shoe in the back. You're not going to get out of the vehicle and go too far with just one shoe on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, those, some of those sound extreme to, to uh, put it lightly, but uh, but the point is is very well made. And now the the flip side of that is we don't do that. But we're running through the Costco parking lot and see a child or a pet in a car in a hot car. And uh, I guess two situations: one, they look like they might be in distress; two, they don't look like they're in distress. What? What's the play there? That's, I mean, is there because it seems it seems that maybe there's just more media, more of us talking about it. Um, is it that, that that there's more media talking about it, or is it that law enforcement is getting more attuned to it and and taking a, a more proactive approach as well?
1: Well, what we're seeing nowadays is is more people taking cell phone video of it. Uh, And you're seeing that on social media a lot where somebody will be walking through a parking lot of a discount store or a grocery store. They see a pet or they see a child in a car and they pull out their mobile device and they're taking video of it. Uh, And and so your best bet is to call 911 immediately because you don't know what the condition is of the child or the pet inside of the car. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you want to alert first responders right away because you don't know what kind of condition they're in and what they're going to need when they're, they're, they're pulled out of the car. Uh, so a lot of people wonder, well, should I break this window? Should I help get this person, this child or this pet out? The best thing to do is call 911 and then follow the directions of the operator because they're going to be able to ask you questions based on their their training and they're going to be able to gauge what kind of condition the the, the child or the pet is in and be able to guide you appropriately. But, but regardless, you're going to want to have those first responders already in route.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and some kind of authority figure because I know with my luck, I'd break, break a window and, and just be in the process of helping when the vehicle owner and caretaker of the child and or pets come and then I'm in trouble and there's a situation.
1: You're right. Call 911 first and foremost. And, you know, and remember that animals are equally impacted by the summer heat. Dogs are not able to sweat like humans do, but instead cool themselves off by panting and by sweating through their paws. If they only have hot air to breathe, uh, then they can collapse, suffer brain damage, and, and die of, of a heat stroke. So prevention is key. Just avoid heat stroke by never leaving children, pets, elderly, anybody inside of a vehicle for any amount of time. A lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to run into the store for a couple of minutes. But, you know, here in, in in Southern California, we know that within minutes, the interior temperatures of cars parked in direct sunlight can reach up to 133 degrees Fahrenheit when the outside temperature is 90 degrees. That's crazy. So that's an incredible hot box. It's a tragedy waiting to happen.
0: Yeah. And uh, I, I'm fancy myself pretty darn responsible, especially when it co- comes to all things getting behind the wheel. And, uh, even I, you know, raised my hand I in, within the last two weeks guaranteed, uh, my dog, our, our dog, who's a family member without a doubt. Um, Mr. Jake, he, uh, he, he's, he's waited in the car while, while I've run in for ramen and I've been able to watch him the whole time. And, and he's been able to see me, but, uh, Nevertheless, something that that needs to stop happening and and thank you for that information. So okay, so that's hot temperatures and um, on to hot temperatures as it pertains to maintaining our vehicles. You were giving me some pretty interesting stats about blowouts and a huge percentage of of calls that you guys got uh, for uh, the the first week in uh, in in July. Due to the heat,
1: yeah, that first big weekend, uh, just right after the Fourth of July, that Friday after the Fourth of July, uh, when temperatures, you know, in the valley were about 115 degrees, we saw that our roadside AAA roadside assistance calls here in Southern California uh, increased by more than 30 percent during the peak heat daytime hours from 3 pm to 5 pm the primary reasons were were vehicles overheating and then also uh, flat tires and blowouts that were happening on these hot freeways all across uh, southern california we had 3000 uh, emergency roadside service provider trucks out there uh, rescuing our members getting people back on the road as quickly as possible but you know a lot of people think that really the winter can take a toll you know if you're in extreme winter conditions sure, th- sure. That, that that's really takes a toll on your vehicle but summer's high temperatures can take a toll on everything in your in your vehicle extreme heat can push your car past its limits uh you really want to make sure that you're battery is prepared for the high temperatures. Battery problems don't always occur in the winter. Uh, Summer can have a more negative impact on your battery than freezing winter temperatures because heat and vibration are the battery's two worst enemies. The heat's going to happen. We can't do too much about the heat, but what we can do is make sure that You know, that our battery is securely tightened, it's fastened down, that it's not vibrating, because that really does damage your battery. And also, you know, another problem is faster evaporation in the summer heat of battery fluid, which leads to corrosion on the terminals and and connections. So you need to make sure that you're cleaning off those terminals and, and uh connections regularly, any corrosive buildup from the battery terminals and the cable clamps, uh, make sure that that's cleaned up because if not, uh, it's just going to cause your your battery to deteriorate. Deteriorate. Now, battery and fluids and
0: that kind of thing, those are going to pertain to older cars, newer cars, uh, not so much. But when we're talking about air in the tires, which was actually a surprising stat to me, and I fancy myself, as I said, a uh, pretty knowledgeable about things on the road. Um, the, the, uh, the blowouts that you mentioned uh, that was a little bit surprising. And, and I have newer cars because I lease, uh, but I noticed having to, to put air in my tires, um, just as it was starting to get, to get warm again. And, uh, I, Tell me what was that said again?
1: Yeah. Regular maintenance on those tires on, on the whole vehicle, whether it's a newer vehicle or an older vehicle, making sure that it's well maintained before you travel is critical. And when it comes to tires, a lot of people are driving on underinflated tires out there. And when you drive on underinflated tires, that can cause your tires to overheat and increase the likelihood of a blowout, especially when the temperatures are extremely high, like they are in the summer. Uh, you want to check your car's tire pressures at least once a month because tires typically lose about one pound of pressure per month through normal seepage. And so you want to make sure that you're checking those tires when the tires are cold. Always follow the inflation pressure recommendations in your vehicle owner's manual or on the tire information label located in the glove box or on the driver's door jam. But really, those hot roads out there and underinflated tires can really cause a blowout very quickly.
0: Doug Shoup, thank you so much. Uh, that's Doug Shoup, the Senior Public Affairs Specialist here at the Auto Club of Southern California, AKA most of us know you guys as AAA. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, for I Drive SoCal. I'm Tom Smith. Thank you for listening. This episode was engineered a Palmquist. Hey there. Still wanting more SoCal content? Just go to iDriveSoCal.com. From there, you can subscribe to our podcast and newsletter. And you can connect with one of our awesome car dealer partners to get yourself a sweet new high-tech wonder on wheels. And oh yeah, we always want to hear from you. So please connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Or if you're not a big social media-ite, You can email us suggestions for stories, people, places, or events you think we should cover. Here's the address, media at idrivesocal.com. That's media, M-E-D-I-A, at, the letter I, drive, D-R-I-V-E, SoCal, S-O-C-A-L.com. Media at idrivesocal.com. Thanks again for listening, and definitely reach out with whatever's on your mind.